Who cares what language we're going to speak? As long as we meet the Lord and be with Him forevermore, what a day that will be! What a day that will be! Hallelujah! People say, well, how will our bodies look? I don't care. He can make me pink. He can make me purple. I just want to be with the Son of the living God. I want to hear that voice. Well done, good and faithful servant. That's all. Is somebody in this house listening to me? Stop listening to Google. There's no such thing as a rapture. If you don't believe in a rapture, you will be part of the rapture. Which means that you're going to go through seven years of tribulation. Just free of charge. The Bible says, that's not Vesel but I'm going to teach that. That the Bible says that the Lord will release the four angels of Ephesus. And the scripture says they will open up the pit. And out of the pit, they will come demons. They, the Bible says their heads look like men. Their teeth are like lion's teeth. The scripture says they have scorpion tails. And 200 million of them, 200 million of them, the only job is for five months to punish mankind. The last three and a half years of the tribulation, death will flee from you. You will pray, God, kill me. You put a gun against your head and shoot, nothing will happen. You will not die. Death will flee away from you. By the way, just free of charge, we'll get there. I was taught up, brought up in churches where they said in heaven, every day there's going to be a half hour of silence. So I thought, wow, my goodness, 23 hours and a half, praise and worship, and the half an hour, we're going to catch our breath? No. Thank you, Toch. And all our magicians, thank God, my fingers, whoo. But then I read the Bible and I understood they have got no cooking clue what they're talking about. The half an hour silence is only found once. And it's founded when the last seal was opened up. Seal of judgment, by the way. Everybody's, oh, God is good. God is good. Until you read. Revelation up to Revelation chapter 4. Grace, grace, grace for the church. After grace chapter 4, there's no grace. Do you know why there's no church? And I've read, so the scripture says that when the last seal was opened, the angels for half an hour were silent, in complete silence. Do you know why? It baffled their minds of the judgment that's coming. So John wanted to write it down. The scripture says, don't write it down. Eat the scroll. For the last judgment that's coming, you can't speak about. It's so severe. That all of heaven, if a half an hour stands in complete silence, the particular, think about this Job's friends, when they got to him, they sat down for seven days, didn't speak a word. They were awestruck. Imagine the angels of God being awestruck of judgment coming to the face of the earth. Hallelujah. For the tribulation saints, I'm going to go there later on, but just again, for you to be saved, you're going to have to be martyred. And there will be tribulation saints. The Bible says this clearly. There will be people that will go through the tribulation, but they will have to be martyred. Do you know what that means? It means you're going to be beheaded for what you believe. Secondly, cash will no more. Amen. It's going to be a cashless system. People will have chips under their hands. I don't know if you know this. It's already in the, in the earth. It's already going on. Jesus says the following. Whoever received that chip gave his soul over to Satan and can never be saved. Without that, you can't, you can't do business. You can't get money. You can't buy food. There will be a food scarcity, by the way. There will be a water shortage. Read the Bible. The Bible says some of those judgments is God is attacking the water. People will drink water and die. That's what the Bible says. But I'm, I'll, I'll get there. I want you to read the following. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not 
of the night nor of darkness. All right, it's almost done. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Then verse 9, can we get it on the screen? For God did not appoint us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is just another uh, thingy free of charge that the church of Jesus Christ will not go through the tribulation. God has not appointed us to wrath. I get you, it's not actually done for us therefore. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is taking us away from the earth before these things is going to start. Luke says it. Jesus spoke it in Luke. He says that you have to pray that you might be found worthy. And today I'm going to teach you just quick things out of the scripture, the, the qualifications of being part of the rapture. And what, what does it entail? Okay, what does it, and why, like I said, why the rapture? Because what's going to happen is the Lord saves and protects the church. Now, if I say the church, it's not people going to church. In the book of Revelation, the seven churches, only one was saved. Seven churches, only one was found worthy to escape the, the tribulation. Imagine that, the church of Philadelphia, where the Bible says, I've got enough, you're perfect in my sight. So I'll go into that, and what the church is. And this is going to hit the church haters out of the park. Because people hate the church. People say, well, I am the church, I don't have to go to church. No, you're not the church. You're not the church alone. You can't be the body of Christ by yourself. You're just a member. A member in the body and a member of the church. But what, what makes it the church is the people. The gathering of the saints. And if you didn't know, Jesus is coming back for the church. That's what the, book of, the Bible says in the book of Revelation. The church that he's happy with. Not the man. Oh, it's, it's quiet again. We're going to get there. Do you know why I teach this? Because God spoke to me as clear as day. He says, I'm going to keep, keep you accountable if you don't warn my people. And I know God's voice. I know God's voice better than any other voice in my life. I know God's voice. I know, I know that I had to preach this, uh, uh, that God, God stirred my spirit, and I know this is the right time. You might sit here and say, well, this is a fairy tale. Well, I hope in this fairy tale, when I'm gone and you stay here, that you will remember my words. This ain't no fairy tale. It's prophecy, and it's coming now. Matthew 24, I'm going to touch that now. Before I'm going to read Matthew 24, I just want to teach on this quickly. Jesus spoke about in the last days. He spoke about the last days. He prophesied about what's going to happen in the last days. That was not speaking about the rapture. That was speaking about the second coming. In other words, imagine that the prophecies that Jesus spoke about on the second coming is already happening now. How close are we? To be taken away. Never ever sing that song, I'm going home with Jesus, if you don't believe it. I'm not staying here. The Bible says we're going to live on a new earth. Because the former has passed away. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 to 13. Let's read it. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering, pause. What does it mean, our gathering? Our gathering together in the air. Let's say it again. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him. That gathering is not speaking about your Sunday meeting. It speaks about the gathering in the air. We're going to gather with those who died in Christ together in the air. That's what the Bible says, okay? We ask you, go on, not to be soon shaken in mind or trouble. So what does the Bible here say? What do you fear? It's not a fear doctrine. Who fears if I say that Jesus is coming back? Be honest in church, you can't lie. Lift your hand if you say, there's a fear in me. The only reason why there's a fear is because you're not ready. 
The Bible says even those who's waiting on the coming of God will receive a crown. Hallelujah. There's not just one crown. We're going to get crowns. Not to be soon shaken in mind or trouble. No, just go back. Either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Go on. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Just pause there. The day will not come unless the falling away comes first. Now this means a couple of things. First of all, the Bible says the falling of the way, judgment will start in the house of the Lord. Come on, let's just say it as it is. The Bible says this, that judgment will start in the house of the Lord. There's many people you thought served God, no longer serving God. There's those, those kinds of people that are like, I don't need the church. You know, everything happens on a Sunday. And, and, and suddenly before you, people ask me, how many people do you have on your book in this church? Well, it's actually crazy to tell how many people we have on the book. Because people on the book, it doesn't mean it's people that go to church. Or people that, it's people that have been to church. We've got more than a thousand. So that's how churches say we, we're a thousand strong. So according to my book, we're a thousand strong. Nonsense. I'm talking not about people that's on the book. I'm talking to people that's going to church sold out. Sold out. Because the Bible says you see the day approaching, and this is why you continuously fill your lamp with, with oil. For the day will not come unless the falling away comes first. So what happened now? There's a falling away. There's big churches in the world today that no longer preach the true gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a falling away. There's people that I had in my own life that I thought they're going to serve God until Jesus comes with me, and they no longer. Because there's a falling away. The minute you start to see there's a falling away, you have to see the days approaching. But the Bible also speaks about the falling away of the Antichrist that will come. It says, not, it will not come away, uh, and the man of sin is revealed. The man of sin, the son of perdition, is speaking about the Antichrist. The Antichrist, by the way, for people that do not know who the Antichrist is, the Antichrist, do you know that the Jews, the Jews in Israel, most of them do not believe in Jesus, our Jesus, as the Messiah. So they are waiting for a Messiah to come. So this is what most people don't believe, don't even know. When the Antichrist will come, the Bible says he will sit in Jerusalem, in the third temple, as God. People will worship him as God. So the Jews... And people of the world will think he's the Messiah. And they will worship him. But where will the Messiah be? Well, we will be with that Messiah in heaven. When the second coming comes, do you know that so many people around the world will not even know that Jesus Christ is on the earth? And I'll teach that in later teachings according to the scripture. So let's go on. The Bible says, The one who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. Just pause there. Who's the he? The Antichrist. The Bible says something restrains him. What does it mean? It means something stops him from coming. Something hinders his coming. So the Bible says, and now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed. The Antichrist might be revealed in his own time. Let's go on. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he, capital H, who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. So to, to make it plain and simple for, for you to hear me, the Bible says there's something that restrains, keep away the one that's bringing the lawlessness, the son of perdition, which is the Antichrist. The Bible says, until he is taken out of the way, 
And then when he's taken out of the way, the lawless one will come and reveal himself. Now, just quickly, I've, I've read this now, trust me. In the King James Version of the Bible, the King James Version is the closest to the Hebrew, by the way. It's the closest as they, as they had to uh, take this Bible, write it down, it's the closest to it. The, the New King James Version speaks about a her. The, the, the King James Version speaks about the it. Well, if you look at your calf, for some of you it's a her, to others it's a it, or it's a, maybe it's a him. This is not a horn, it is a horn, trapom, buksi trapom, alright? So, whatever you see it is. But now the Bible speaks about the body of Christ. If you think about the body of Christ, the body of Christ is a man. Jesus is a man. Let's, I have to say this as clear as I can. Jesus is not schizophrenic. He didn't wake up one morning and feel, oh, I want to be a woman. That's not Jesus. His body is a man. Say with me, he's a man. Come on, say that again, he's a man. And this is why we have rainbow colors and all those things. It's because God's got the rainbows around his throne. Long story short, let's go back to... So the Bible says, the Bible is clear on this. The body of Christ, Jesus is a man. Say with me, Jesus is a man. So, so when the Bible says only he, so the, it will not be politics because there will be politicians. There will be politics. There will be ten kingdoms. The Antichrist will reign all ten kingdoms. Amen. There will be, there will be surveillance. This is what you don't even notice. You, you log on to your cell phone. It picks up your location. They're going to know where you are every single time of every single hour of every single day. This is why even with the new iPhones, help me out quickly, guys. You get face recognition. You think, oh, nice security. Now it's just moving all in the direction where it will be one big database. They will know everything about you. That's what it is about. Hallelujah. It's not the Holy Spirit as I taught. The Holy Spirit will still move. No man can be saved without the Holy Spirit. All right? He's the greatest evangelist. So he's going to minister on the earth. So the only one left is the church of Jesus Christ. Because the church of Jesus Christ knows the truth. We know the Antichrist. We know what Jesus was teaching us. So the Bible says when the church leaves, the Antichrist will come. Can I just say that again? We are not going to be here when the Antichrist comes. Can I just tell you this? I was there in Israel a while ago, and I spoke to people that speak, they spoke to us about the temple, the third temple. They said to us that there's a university in uh, Israel, and their job is to work on the third temple. The guy told me, he said, let me just quickly tell you, even the priests that will work in the temple is already there. The clothing is already there. They said the furniture is already there. The, the, the guy said the only thing they are pushing for now is the rebuilding of the third temple. Everything that's going to be in the, in, the, in the temple is already there. People ask me, do you think the Antichrist, which year will he be born? He's already alive. He's a grown man. This is why when you see the Pope with his rope, Declaring that my Jesus Christ was a failure on the cross. I was just going to say this and crucify me. The only failure is the Catholic Church. Amen. My Jesus Christ is no failure. Amen. I have never seen, and, and, and you have respect absolutely none. I have no respect for any person. And I don't care what, which caliber you think you walk in that thinks that my Jesus Christ was a waste of time on a cross. 
and I don't care in which way he wanted to say that, the Pope will bow his knee before the Son of the living God. Hallelujah! And no, big no, I'm not preaching from the Catholic Bible. I'm not quoting Catholic scriptures. Mary is not the Savior. There's one Savior, and His name is Jesus Christ. The way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch my words. The Pope, whether it's the one that's alive now or the one that's coming, he will be part of the tribulation because the Bible speaks about a false prophet that will help the Antichrist into his position. He's going to be a figure that the world trusts. Can I go into politics? There's more perversion in the Catholic Church than in the other church. Grab a granny, grab a child, whatever. It's time that we bring back holy reverence unto our living Jesus Christ. I have never seen the Pope. This is why they have to go into a small little room and say, oh, Father, I have sinned. And he's got more sins than you. I've never seen the Pope, Hare Krishna, Buddha, or Muhammad die on a cross and rose from the dead. I've never seen that. There's only one that said, I am He, the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father but by me. And His name is Jesus Christ. Can I hit you out of the park? It's not your priest. It's not your apostle. It's not your prophet. It's not your pastor. There's only one way, and Jesus is His name. That's the escape, to believe in Him as the Son of the living God, and to share your whole life with Him. Is somebody excited to be in the house of God this morning? I don't care to be politically correct as long as I'm publicly correct. Well, that's not politically. Who cares? Who cares? We are busy taking people to hell. We need to save people. Hallelujah. My Jesus ain't no failure. Through His precious blood I am saved. Hallelujah. My precious Jesus ain't no failure. Death has been defeated because of Him. Hallelujah. Grave has been defeated because of Him. Sin and sickness and disease has got no power over me. Woo! Because of Him. Shout because of Him. Praise God. Don't stone me when I preach hard on Jesus. My goodness, there's no one like Him. The Pope can say, fail sockies. <laughs> Johannes had even said, I'm not even worthy of your sandal strap. Amen. You're supposed to baptize me. Jesus ain't no failure. Tell your neighbor, Jesus ain't no failure. <laughs> so then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. That's the second coming. When Jesus comes back after Armageddon, he's killing the Antichrist. Throwing his body in the pit of hell. Hallelujah. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan. This means that the Antichrist will receive power from Satan. With all power, signs and lying wonders, he will do miracles in the temple. He will be worshipped. If I, for any of my Catholic friends that I've just heard, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that they heard Christ. I'm sorry that they can speak vain against his name. I'm sorry for that. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of truth. Amen. That says everything. We can close our Bibles and go home. They did not like the truth. Amen. 
They hated the truth. That they might be saved. Because it's only the truth that's going to get you saved. Amen? Amen. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. People are going to believe that is God sitting in that temple. People will go and worship Him. Thank God, not us. We're going to be in heaven. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and believe in the truth. Amen. If you were one of them, I want you to shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, I'm almost there. And remember I said, I'm not always preaching for people that says just here. Yeah, we're touching the world. There's a lot of people that ask us the question, Vessel teach us about the coming of the Lord. Is there such a thing? Because there's a lot of people that mock the coming of the Lord. And like I said, there's many big men out there that mock the coming of the Lord. You know, some of the preachers today that preaches the coming and the return of Christ, the rapture of the church, they are hated. People hate them. Why do you say we're going to leave the earth? We're going to inherit the earth. Read the Bible correctly. After everything, we're going to inherit the earth. But we're not going to inherit this fourth. There will be a new earth, a new heaven. For the former things has passed away. Let's go to Matthew 24. It's very important that people are being taught this. Now, can I ask you a question as you are turning to Matthew 24? Can I quickly ask a question? Who wants to go to heaven? Let's try it again. Who wants to go to heaven? Sell all your stuff and give it to the poor. Sell all your stuff and give it to the church, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Who wants to be saved? Who wants to go to heaven? Lift your hands with me. If you want to be, be honest. You want to go to heaven, keep your hands there. Everybody see you. The angels of God see you. Sell all your stuff. Give it to the poor. And you will have a place in heaven. That's what Jesus said. A rich man came to me and said, Lord, what must I do to be saved? Jesus said, you have to keep the commandments. One of the commandments is you have to honor your mother and your father. That's what one. He said, Lord, I was doing that from a small age. Jesus said, all right, you want to be perfect? You want to place in heaven? Sell all your stuff. Give it to the poor and you'll be perfect. And the Bible says he became sorrowful in his heart because he had many possessions and he left. Then Jesus continued. He said, this is why it's difficult for a rich man to go into heaven. When this young man said to the Lord, yes, Lord, I'll sell all my things, Jesus would have stopped him. Jesus would have said, I don't want all your stuff. I wanted to see what's in your heart. I wanted to see if you love me more than you love your stuff. So, so let me just tell you this. Rich people do not go to hell. It's people that put their trust in money that goes to hell. Because Jesus said, I have no other God before me. And that includes mammon. Amen. So when, when I ask people, who wants to go to heaven? Yes. Who wants to sell this stuff and give it away? <laughs> so it can be perfect. All right, that's what, not what the Lord is asking. But if the Lord asks that, but on that base, on that scripture, just Jesus wanted to check. Let's see how much you love me. Let's go to Matthew 24. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and the disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. I wanted you to start from verse 3, please, if you can. From verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Just, just, just go back. Just stay there quickly. Did you see what the disciples asked Jesus in private? They said, 
Show us what is the sign for your coming and the end of the age, meaning the end of the earth, the end of the world. Thus speaking about the rapture, because when the rapture takes place, it's still not the end of the world. There's tribulation, there's uh, Armageddon, there's a thousand years that Christ will, will rule with his kingdom on the earth, and then after that, a new heaven and a new earth, and Satan and everybody that's following will be thrown into the pool of fire, or the lake of fire. So this question was not asked according to the rapture. They asked the Lord, what is the sign of the end of the age? Lord, what will we see before we know the end of the world is near? Let's go on. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. I want to ask, just say this, there's churches today, even in this area, they believe they are Jesus the Christ. Churches are packed. Packed. We had a guy the other day on television. He's, he's David, reincarnated. Packed churches. I just want to ask, what do you feed those congregants? That they can believe that he's, this is David. This one is David. Huh? Not one scripture says David is coming back. It says Jesus is. Yeah. Yeah. David is. In any case. So he goes on. He says, now just, just, just hang on, just on that scripture quickly. The Antichrist will say he's Christ. But as many people today, there's churches in Africa. I saw a clip the other day. Here's Jesus in the street. A guy dressed like Jesus with crocs. <laughs> I crocs on. And I start and dance. And I rock ballistic. Jesus is he. When he returns, he's not returning as a lamb. He's returning as a lion. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. We can just pause on that one. How many people has heard about a war this last year? Rumors of war? Okay. So what is Jesus saying? He says that this generation will hear and see these things. See that you are not troubled. In other words, don't fear, don't panic, don't call it chomi. It's all fine. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Let's go on. Then he says, for nation will rise against nation. Just pause there. It's, did you know, it's, it's a biblical prophecy that before the Lord Jesus will return, Jerusalem will be named as the capital of Israel again. Amen. 2017, by the way, of the 70, another 70 years, um, as Cyrus declared Jerusalem as to be the capital, here comes Donald Trump. Donald means world leader, by the way. Trump speaks about the trumpet. That will sound. Okay? I'm just giving you free of charge, like a... Okay? And did you know that the scripture also says that it's prophecy that the Jews will return back to Israel. That happened 1946 already. And they said by the thousands. There's even, did you know there's even organizations that pays by the thousands to fly the Jews in from different nations of the world to come back to Israel as we speak. As we speak. Then the Bible says nation will rise against nation. Do you know that North Korea and Iran is planning right now attack against Israel. Iran said they've got missiles enough to remove the whole of Israel. All right? The whole world. And, and I'm not a prophet of doom, but I believe Russia will be one of them. 
that will turn against the nation of Israel. The Bible says the whole earth, the whole world will fight against Israel. Let me just quickly say something on that regard. Any nation that hates Israel is a hater of God. Amen. South Africa included. Amen. Our government hates Israel. Facts. Facts. And it's not because of this or that. It's because it's God's country. God says, I will bless those. He was speaking to Israel, by the way. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. God himself says that those who fight against Israel, I will destroy. And this is why when they want to try to destroy Israel, I believe all my they will fight each other. God will bring confusion. And they will fight each other. And do you know Israel is so small? If you put the whole map flat, Israel is right in the middle, the heart of God. So nation will fight against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines. I weet van jullie nie, ek hoor dit oor ons hoor nie, famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. Do yourself a favor, just go onto Google. Or ask somebody that knows what they're talking about. And see how many earthquakes happened from 2018 up to now. Earthquakes in various places, this means... In every nation you hear, there's islands being shaken by the power of God, earthquakes around the world. It's here. You have to be really blind or just uh, rebellious not to believe that we are living in these times. I'm going to get to the biggie just now. Let's go on. All these are the beginning of the sorrows. Jesus said when you hear these things, it's the beginning of the sorrows. What sorrows? The tribulation that's coming. It's the beginning. Then they will deliver you up to the tribulation. I just, they are just, and they will kill you. And you'll be hated by all the nations for my name's sake. That's people that will have to stay in the tribulation. You'll be hated and you'll be killed. Everybody will hate you. The world will hate Christians. And then many will be offended. And you tell me we're not living in the last days. If I say blue, I'm offended. I like pink. I promise you. Hello? Is your name Kuz? I'm offended. I prefer Kuz. Kuz. I'm offended. You know? I'm supposed to be offended. People call me weasel. Weasels. Vessels. And I get to Durban. Everybody. Hello, vessels. They always have to say, I'm just one. Just vessel. Just one. What you see is just goodness and mercy. It's following me. But I'm just... Listen. I'm offended. <laughs> oh. The Bible says people will be offended. People will be offended. People don't go to church today because I'm offended. The truth has hurt me a bit. Shame. We've got big boy pansy in the... In one of the offices, we'll give you one as you leave. Put a book, not offended. I'm free. They will betray one another. If you want loyalty, buy a bulldog. Trust me. You can you can tell your dog, hey! Tell it to your wife, punch you in the face. Bam. People will betray one another. This is why I always tell people, don't, don't say that, oh, I love you. No, it means nothing. 
if their actions doesn't prove it. You don't have to tell me you love me. Show me your actions, I'll tell you how much you love me. Or you can say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And your actions just says the opposite. So the Bible says that people will betray one another. Who has been betrayed in the last five years? Lift your hand. Please be honest. Hallelujah. Listen, you're not alone. You have been joining the, the great clan of people that's being re- going to be removed from planet Earth with Jesus Christ and His angels. Hallelujah. And they will hate one another. This is what's going on in South Africa. It's nothing because of color. It's because of hate. And hate comes from Satan himself. It is not just in South Africa. It's everywhere. People hate one another. Just because you don't smell like me, look like me, now I hate you. No, that's not the love of Christ Jesus. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Yeah, that's another big one. Doom, petrol, gras, geld, everything. People, people think it's just the prophets of doom that's bad. It's even those who prophesy for profit. That's just as bad. Oh, I've got a word for you. You have to come to my church. You're false. You're one of the prophets that the Bible speaks about. And because lawlessness, lawlessness will abound, they break into your house. They steal your car, your TV, your wallet, and everything just because they were hungry. That's lawlessness. They toy toy, and it's not based on race or color. We've got white people that are just as nuts. If not crazier. But in any case, we'll leave that for another day. But it's lawlessness. If, if, think about this Black Friday sales. Why do they do that? Buy a TV, but then the shop have to repair the door, the lighting fixtures. Crazy. Lawlessness. There's no law and order. That's what it means. No law and order. Today people kill one another. A white guy, by the, by the way, 26 years old, has killed his 64-year-old girlfriend. 64. What is that thing that we need to do with the grannies, they said? Adopt. I always said the wrong thing. I always said grab a granny. It's adopt a granny. With the... With, <laughs> everything was going I, had to, I actually have to say that on Friday evenings our outreach is going to change this is what's going to happen adopt we just made sure not grab, adopt we're going to adopt a granny on a Friday or Saturday what this is going to mean is we're going to go to an old age home you will adopt that granny for the day spoiler Pray for a blessing. The week after that, we're going to go to orphanages. Bless the orphanages. Then the week after that, we'll go on to the next, on to the next. So when they talked about grab a granny, I was thinking about, we're not going to grab the grannies, we're going to adopt the grannies. So more on a serious note, lawlessness. You can see this just in our nation, not speaking about the nations of the world, lawlessness. In Sweden, in Sweden, in Sweden now, do you know, it's now a law that you can have sexual relations with your dog and not go to prison. You can marry your horse. (laughs) Promise you, no jokes. And by the way, in Sweden, I've got a friend, his name is Erki. I love this guy, he lives in Sweden. He tells us what the Muslims are doing in Sweden. I mean, taking over Sweden. Beheading people, raping the woman like it's nothing. Lawlessness, nothing happens to them. Amen? 
Imagine you marry your dog. Sê kan dit om hulle nie kan terugpraat. I don't know. What do you choose? A bulldog? Rotwaar? I don't know. Lawlessness. It's just crazy. How do you pro- how do you give your love to a I mean that kind of love to a dog? It's sickening. Some nations marry them, other nations eat them. In Taiwan, you can go to a shop, walk into a shop, and you can buy a dog head. And that's a delicacy. So go back on this lawlessness will abound. It will just people will have no no respect for law. Even our cops are make being make a joke of. No more respect for law. The love of many will grow cold. Can I just add on that one? The love of many, and that means people will love God lesser and lesser. Because Paul says that to Timothy, he says in the last days, people will love pleasure more than they love God. And people's love for one another will grow cold. That's what the scripture says. And this is what Jesus says. Jesus says that you have to love fervently. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. So Jesus was speaking about the tribulation. He says when you're in the tribulation, if you endure to the end, you'll be saved. So you're going to have to go through all those things, be hated by many, tear full free from you. But that's a subject for another day. Today I was just touching on on, 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 on this subject on, of the rapture and this gospel. Say with me, this gospel, this gospel. Of, the of the kingdom. It will be preached in all of the world as a witness to all nations and then the end will come. So what's happening is the work of the missionary will increase by the thousands because even tribal nations and islands that never heard about Jesus Christ will hear about him. This is why we've had the mandate and said we're going to go to the nations of the world too. We're not just going to focus on the church because the world needs to hear this gospel of the kingdom. All right, so before I'm going to go into, do I have five more minutes of your time? You know, for all of eternity. Now, if you hate the church of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to give you scriptural evidence that what I'm saying now is facts. If you don't go to church, now hear me, the constitution of the church, the church name, the denomination cannot save you. But you have to be part of a church to be part of the rapture. Because Jesus Christ is coming for a church. He asked the question. Jesus himself said, what will I find you busy with when I return? Some of them, in a sh- this is why I, I just said that, and people are going to say this is a false prophet because you can't get, give dates and times. But I declare this to you right now. Jesus is coming back on payday. Most probably when it's school holiday and a long weekend. He's coming back that time. Because most churches are empty. (laughs) Or the month of December. Most people, I've heard this. December is my month off. So I'm taking a break off the church a little bit. But January, I'll be on fire again. Come on, come on, who, who knows this? January, I'll, be, I'll, I'll give my life to the Lord. Oh, January, I'm going on a diet. I'm going to do it Just for the sake that those who do not know me, that was just a joke. Joke. It's not coming back during school holidays. You know me. Uh, cool. Hallelujah. We have to be part of the church. Now, the rebellious, the rebellious, 
Let me say that again. The rebellious says, I don't need a church. I am the church. No Muslim in the world says, I don't need a mosque. I am the mosque. Amen. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Amen. What is the church? The church does not constitute out of one person. It constitutes out of members. That's a church. Where did the church of Acts came together? In a room. The back then, the church was called the upper room. This is why we started off the church name as the upper room. Because that's where the church started. Revelation speaks about seven churches. He, wasn't, he was speaking to seven churches. And he said to the church of Philadelphia, that's the only church that he's happy with. So you want to be part of the rapture, but not part of a church. You want to be a pot plant Christian all of your life. You're going to go through the tribulation. Jesus Christ, he instituted the church. He himself said, I'll build my church. Whose church? His church. So who constituted the church of Jesus Christ? Him himself. It's his church. You hate the church? I've got a guy that I want to smack him if I see him. Really, I would like just to smack some sense into him. Oh, Vesel, that's not godly? Yeah. Be angry and sin not. I'm not going to sin. I'm going to give you an axe or handling a faith fast fight. I know this guy. This is why I want to slap him. He hates the church. And he's supposed to be a missionary, but he asked the church's money. You want the money from the church, but you hate the church? Catch your wake up. Just because you can't preach your nonsense in that church. That's exactly what it is. And according to them, every teacher, every preacher is fake and phony and false. And they're the only ones that's right. My God, help us. You know, some people, you can give them advice until you're blue in the face. They're not going to take it. Because pride has already come into their hearts. If you want to do something that you see others do and you do not do it yet, take advice. Take a seat and listen and grow. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody? Be part of something that Jesus loves. He loves His church. He even says that when He comes back for His church, a church without spot and wrinkle. Now I want to read you something. Can I quickly? Write this down. The qualifications to partake in the rapture. The rapture again, before we read it, it's not... A fear doctrine. Paul says, there's no fear in the rapture. He says, don't be shaken. Don't, don't fear. He says, God is just sparing you of what's coming to the, to the earth. He loves you so much that He's just sparing you of what's coming. People ask me, Vessel, when do you think the rapture will take place? The Bible, Jesus Himself says, we can't put a date and a time, but that He spoke about the end. On the rapture of Jesus Christ, please hear me, or the rapture of the church, there's no prophecy that must be fulfilled for the rapture to take place. Matthew 24, as I read, already spoke about the second coming of Christ. The things that I've read on Matthew 24 stipulates to you how close we are to the second coming. And we know that the se after the seven years, the second coming will take place. After the seven years of tribulation, Daniel's 70th week. So why, if you think about this, what must happen for the rapture of the church to take place? Absolutely nothing. This is why I like to just to, to take uh, uh, Israel, what's happening in Israel. Because Israel will say everything. I was there when they're going to rebuild the third temple. I was there, right there. There's a, there's a Muslim mosque on there right now. It's not just going to be a quick handover. We, they're going to need God to intervene and take back that mountain. But did you know, behind the scenes there's already talks to give over the mountain. That's why Jerusalem is stipulated as the 
main city of Israel. Qualifications to be included in the rapture. Number one is to be in Christ. Say with me, I have to be in Christ. What does it mean to be in Christ? Well, many people say, well, I believe. Well, so does the demons. Jesus said it. Jesus says, they also believe. Satan believes Jesus is the Son of God. I told you this, he saw it. He saw it's the Son of God. He's not going to heaven. He's going to hell. To be in Christ means that I live like Him. I walk like Him. I talk like Him. I love like Him. I serve Him with all of my heart. Jesus said you have to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your substance, with all of your being. This means all of my time belongs to Him. Can I just say something off the bat? And I'm going to be hated for this one again. You have to come to a point in your life where you hate sin with every ounce of your being. Because let me just quickly tell you, God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. God hates sin. By the way, who enjoys this teaching? Just wave at me if, you, if you're happy that I... It's not a fear doctrine. Do you know why? Because you're going to be there. And you're going to be there. And you're going to be there. Tell your neighbor, you're going to be there. This is why we teach these things. Because it's coming. And you don't, you don't hear about these teachings no more. Because all that the church wants to hear is, God's going to bless you. God's going to bless you. Oh, there's a blessing coming. Oh, there's a blessing coming. But I want to tell you, there's a Savior coming. Are you ready? There's a shout that we're going to hear. Are you ready? Hallelujah. There's a call that's coming. Are you ready? I woke up. I had a dream the other night of a sound of trumpets. I saw Jesus in a dream just now recently coming out of the heavens on a white horse with his angels. It's coming. Muslims are waking up, crying. I saw Jesus Christ in my room. They give their life to the Lord. He's coming back. So, be Christ. Galatians chapter 5, 24. Those who are Christ's, belong to Him, have crucified the flesh with His own passions and desires. Now, no desire for the things of this world. It means, this is the first uh, instruction or uh, qualification to be part of the rapture, to be in Christ, to crucify your own lusts, your own body, your own desires. Somebody listening to me. The Bible says if, if you are Christ, you belong to Him, you have crucified the flesh with all of its passions and desires. So the, the love of this world must die away completely. Number two, be in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. This means if you're not born again, again, on born again, listen to last week's message. Being born again means that the old sinner is dead. Doesn't matter what I've done. Just by the way, don't let anybody tell you how bad you were in the past. That never happened, by the way. That's under the blood of Christ. It never happened. So people's opinions doesn't matter. You know, those who do judge you as a sinner will stand before God because the Bible says the, the way you judge, if you don't judge according to the scripture, you'll be judged for what you judge other people's. Hallelujah. So when you are born again, it means that the old man is dead. All the sin is gone. Say with me, I'm a new being. Number three, be holy. Hebrews 12. Pursue peace with all people. Make a, be a peacemaker. And holiness without which no one will see the Lord. That's what the book of Hebrews says. He says without holiness, no man will see the Lord. You want to be part of the rapture? You have to be holy as he is holy. Well, I'm just a man. No. You have a Holy Spirit in you. 
grace has given you the power to overcome sin. Not to stay in sin. Thank God for grace. Grace is not I've sinned, now I continue and I continue again. No, it's I'm overcoming. What's supposed to take me to hell, I've got the power to overcome that. This is why the Bible says, Be holy for I am holy. Say this will be, Be holy. Now, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by many people become defiled. Number four, you have to do good. People say, well, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm just saved by grace. Well, I, I'm going to go a little bit further. Faith without the works is absolutely dead. You know, it's, it's, I'm tired of people that, well, he, he just done everything for me. I'm just sitting back. It's wrong. John 5 says, do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice. Verse 29 says, and come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. If you have done evil, you'll be judged. If you have done good, come on, you'll receive your judgment according to what the good deeds that you've done. Woo, I like that. Number five, be worthy. Luke 21 says, watch and pray always that you may be found worthy to escape what's coming. Watch and pray. We have to become a praying church. I said, we have to become a praying church. You have to lay aside and the day is here. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The time is here now where revival will lead this place. That it will be an overflow. It will not just be Sunday, it's going to be Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And you know what? People will not care about all the programs because there's one thing they're going to care about. Holiness. Just entering the presence of God and meeting with Him face to face. Write down the date in a second I'm telling you it's coming. It's coming. Be in the way and the truth and in the life. Jesus said, in my Father's house there's many mansions. And Jesus said, He's the way, the truth and the life and the only way to the Father. This means you have to have a personal relationship Anything that he hates, you hate. Anything that he loves, you love. That includes his church. He hates sin, you hate sin. He loves his church, you love his church. Number seven, be in the church or the body of Christ. Ephesians 1 speaks about the body, which is the church. Ephesians chapter, uh, chapter 5, present to himself a glorious church. Without spot or wrinkle, but holy and without blemish. So what is God going to present unto Himself? A glorious what? Church. A glorious church. And I want to say this lastly, before, we're gonna, before you're going to go home. Number eight, purify yourself as He is pure. 1 John, 2 Corinthians speaks, be cleansed from filthiness of the flesh, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. If you have to get rid of any filth, let me just quickly tell you. If you are doing things behind the scenes that your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend doesn't know, God knows. Your boss don't see it, God knows. And I'm, 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 I'm just giving you a warning. I wish I had a red light. I'm going to buy one for the church and put it up here. Red light. Sort it out. If you don't deal with it, sin will deal with you. And sin brings forth a punishment. Somebody listen to me. Hallelujah. You can bluff anybody. You can't bluff God. Ephesians 5, be without spot and wrinkle. Personal, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's key. Walking worthy of Him. Being holy for He is holy. 
spending time in the church. Let me just quickly tell you, the time that we're living in, Jesus said the following. And again, we're going to continue next week and see how far God takes us. But Jesus spoke about the ten virgins. He said five was ready. Five had oil in their lamps. Five was ready. The other five was doing whatever they wanted to do. And when they saw the bridegroom come, they wanted to run around to be filled with oil. Jesus is teaching, don't get ready. Live ready. He says, because I come as a thief in the night. And you know what I like about the rapture? I'm going to do it. I, I, my wife is here. I can't say it now. Do you know what I, what I want to do one morning? Wake up very early and put my clothing next to her. And put a camera and go out. And when she wakes up, like every morning, oh, I don't believe you wants your coffee. Ah! Can you imagine? <laughs> I promise you, American Spanish homies, I'll make money. We'll buy off this church like now. Jump out of that bed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I just quickly tell you something free of church? We were going to a shop. My wife and I were walking into the shop. There's a shop that she knew we have to go into. Now we got to the shop and she walks past the shop and I'm saying, hey, the shop is here and she just walks. I thought she's seeing shoes, so she's just not listening. She says, screw her. I said, hey, the, the shop is here. And she's walking. I thought, okay, well, she knows where the shop is. So I walked into the shop, on my business, and I saw her coming into that shop, look white as light. She says, you never do that again. I said, what did I do? She said, I thought the rapture took place. She says, you were there. As I was speaking, and nobody's answering, I said, well, look, next, you got." And she says, Lord, how can this be? I've been serving you. And she says, frantically, she's looking. He says, children gone, and there's no kids in the shop. And now they know, oh, dear, here's danger. And she says, she can't figure out where the shop was. So she's running back to the And here she finds me. Thank God he's here. I said, that's a good sign. <laughs> so if you don't see me there, you've got a problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. She knew, she, listen, uh, maybe God just ordained it that way. <laughs> Hello, Esau. No, don't worry. I'm just checking. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes quickly. And I want you to lift your hands. And I want you to hear me. Just hear me as I speak to your spirit now. The rapture takes place. For Jesus said in the book of Luke to his disciples, for the things that's coming, you'll be found worthy to be removed from the earth. It's not a fear doctrine, as Paul teaches the church of Thessalonians. He says, don't be at fear. He says, it's going to be marvelous. He says, don't be shaken, don't be troubled. Jesus said the same. He said, don't be troubled. In my Father's house, there's many mansions. And I have gone to prepare for you when I'm done. I'm coming back. People ask me, well, Vessel, do you believe that Jesus is still building houses in heaven? No, I believe he's at the door. The door is already open. And the church of Jesus Christ, Jesus said the following. He said that this generation will not go past before they've seen it all. Speaking about even the tribulation. Now, please, Jim, it's every eyes closed. I want you to forget everything and just hear the sound of my voice. In the book of Revelation, Jesus was speaking to seven churches. Again, churches, not people, not movements. He spoke to the church as he incorporated. 
He spoke to the one church. He says, you've got money, but you have left your first love. You'll be judged. Go, he went on to the next and to the next and to the next. Spoke about, uh, he spoke to them that's busy operating with witchcraft and all filthiness. Then he spoke to the church of Philadelphia and he says, I've nothing against you. I have nothing against you. He says, I'm going to spare you of what is to come. After Revelation chapter 4, you'll see the church being removed. There's many people going to church today that will stay behind. There's many churches that doesn't preach the truth that will have to stay behind. There's preachers that's going to stay behind. Because the scripture says it's just workers of lawlessness. It's to preach people happy. Today, this is not fear. This is telling you that the time is at hand. Where we will meet with the King of Kings. And the Lord of Lords face to face. It's going to happen in a twinkling of an eye. In a twinkling of an eye. You sit before me right now this morning and you think to yourself, where's my relationship with the Lord? Where's my relationship with the Lord? You have to make it up for yourself, your own mind. Because the day is coming and it is at hand that you will hear the call from heaven. We will hear the sound of heaven. Come up here. Come up here. Come up here for I'll show you the things that's coming.